Well, good evening, friends. Welcome to the Front Porch. I'm Pastor Chris, and what an absolutely gorgeous fall day it has been. It's cooler temperatures here in uh, northwest Ohio, and I hope that uh, where you're at, you've been uh, able to experience the change in temperatures, and, and it just feels like uh, fall. And and I just, you know, fall is one of my more favorite times of the year. Is the, And I don't even know if it's about the trees changing colors or 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 what but there's just something about the air and and the aura i guess around fall that i don't know just just gives me a sense of uh a sense of joy and, and so i just love the fall and i i suspect though it's more more the temperatures uh, i don't mind the, the summer hot heat but uh when it's cooler nights and you can have fire outside and then just just relax and enjoy yourself it's a it's a great time of the year well, here we are at the beginning of the week, and uh, you know we we noticed, uh, at least I did in the news, about the missionaries in Haiti who were kidnapped, and um, just very heartbreaking, especially knowing they were from Ohio, uh, from Berlin, Ohio, to be precise, in that general area over there in eastern Ohio, and just just a gut wrenching thing to know, especially the fact there were children involved. What a what a horrific what a horrific thing. They're out trying to do God's work, and someone takes them hostage to. Uh, demand money and uh, just uh, just devastating. So I want to encourage you to be in prayer for those missionaries, uh, for even the families that are uh, here in the States as they worry about their, their loved ones. May God just watch over them and protect them and, and bring them home. Tonight uh, and throughout this week, I want to, con I guess, continue this, this thought about, you know, following God's purpose for our lives and beginning to understand what uh, what that can look like and and how that unfolds for us one of the things that i think we have to do is is being being this this right mindset i think it's really just about believing in ourselves and believing in the the ability for us to to live in this life and to follow god's passion that he has for it to to just truly believe i, I Within the uh, within the sports world, I see a lot of uh, sports teams, coaches uh, using the word believe, right? Just to, to motivate the young men or women that are around them. And and it's it, it, it's a simple word, just a simple word because, you know, sometimes that's really at the core of what a lot of our issues might just be is we struggle to believe, believe in ourselves, believe in the possibilities of what God has for us or in store for us in this life, because look at uh, look at some of the struggles maybe you've gone through, and how much of it is because you just don't believe in the abilities God has given you to follow the dreams that God has laid out for you. You you, you focus more on the struggles and the and the uh, obstacles that are in the way than the fact that God can overcome those obstacles for you, as long as you hold Him in your heart. So I want to kind of touch on that a little bit uh, this week and and hopefully maybe guide us through through scripture and through thought. And, and, and of course, as Oliver stops by to say hi, say, say hi, Ollie, say hi. Yeah, say hi. <laughs> Likes his cameo, cameo appearance. Um, but how do we do that? How do we live in this this sense of understanding what it is that God has truly called us into and and how we live that life. How do we be positive in all of this? Paul writes in, in the book of Romans, and I'll share it with you in a minute. 
about really being positive, but more importantly, about believing in the gifts that God has given to you. So I'm excited for this week to join with you, and uh, and and I guess Oliver's going to stick around for a while. And so what do you say? Let's get started right here on the front porch. And so when we think about believing in ourselves and believing in the, the, the path that God has for us, we have to have a starting point, don't we? We have to have a place that we can uh, launch from. And I want to read this passage, actually it's two in particular, from Paul's letter in the church uh, to the church in Rome. And I tell you what, it's, it's, a, it's a very optimistic view of, of our journey of faith. And I think for for Paul in his entire ministry, it is a it is a reminder of how we are, in truth, called to live. And um, you know, often in in life, when when I have these moments of doubt, I have to be reminded to to be positive, even when I'm becoming negative. And I get it. Sometimes it is easy to become negative or or to forget that that Christ within us as Christians can be can can really help us do all sorts of things, right? Um, Paul writes to the church in Philippians, right? It's a it's a verse we all know. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That some call it the weightlifting the weightlifting verse. But but I want to share this verse with you tonight. It, it comes from um, this passage it's in the eighth chapter of romans it's at the end of the chapter he says this and it, it covers two verses but he says for i am convinced that neither death nor life nor angels nor rulers nor present things nor things to come nor powers nor height nor depth nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of god in christ jesus our lord now a, a couple things with this 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 passage and i say passage because it it, it does cover two things but but think of it this way. Um, Paul's positive conviction here is that no matter what, no matter what this life gives to him, it will never separate him from God. It is impossible, in a sense, he is telling us that, that he can be separated from God. And he lays out these terms. He lays out several things. He lays out death and life, angels or rulers, the things of the present or the things of the future, uh, the powers of the world, nor nor the height or the depth of, of life itself, or even anything else that you can think of that he doesn't. Right? Ten things, he says. Um, and, and he pretty much covers, I, I would say, pretty much the gambling of things. 
that that in the human sense and in, in the humanity of what we live in this life there is nothing that we humans can create or do or experience that separates it from god and why is this important because when we are attempting to follow the calling that god has placed on us it is this conviction this fixed belief if you will that it is and needs to be at the center of our heart and I, and whether it's philippians 4:13 or this from romans 8 we must hold on to that and we must be optimistic uh, and i think even positivity must rule the day within our hearts as we understand how god works in the world because when we have that at the center of our lives, there are more things possible. There are more things that uh, will occur in our lives, but that we can journey through and get over. And it's believing, I mean, it's truly acknowledging that I believe in what God is doing in me and more importantly, through me as I journey to the call that he has placed. Because I think for a lot of folks, what would what ends up happening is they lose that sense of love. They, they feel isolated. They feel abandoned. They feel emptied. And, and, and the truth is they, they've lost love. They've lost whether it's the ability to understand love or, or they, they're not experiencing love. They've lost that. And, and I think it is important that we remember the pledge that God has set forth. And it says suffering, while it will occur, will never defeat us. Never defeat us. Um, you look around today in, in, in the world that I interact with, the, the amount of loss of hope that I see. We had our students over last night uh, for a fire. And, and I shared with them out of the book of Job, how even in jo the story of Job, there was a there was a loss of hope there. There was a sense of uh, abandonment, if you will. God, God thought to himself, to, as he spoke to Satan in the book of Job, Here, here's someone who is righteous. You just try and convince him that, that he has to lose hope. But in our lives, we lose hope all the time. And Paul reminds us that we don't have to. Paul reminds us that we don't, we don't even need to lose hope. Uh, because because we have this hope found in Christ. Romans uh, 15, 13 says this, Now may you be filled with the God of hope, with all the joy and peace in believing, that you may abound in the hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. In other words, God is the one that fills you with the hope when you are despaired. God is the one who fills you with hope when you are uh, feeling abandoned or lost. And this is, this is so important in our spiritual journeys because we will lose hope at times. We will, we will lose hope that, that we're not going to overcome the, the challenges of everyday life. But yet God says, believe, believe. And if we believe, then we know that God is filling us with a, with a an powerful hope. A powerful hope and we're beginning to believe in what God is calling us to do in this world and in this life um, 
and there again, there are many stories of peace that fall upon others. Um, another story I'll share with you that I um, remember reading about here not too long ago. Well, it was a couple of years ago now, when uh, the University of Clemson or Clemson University was having a huge run of success in, in college football, and their coach, um, Debo Sweeney, who he he was a Oh, I guess you could say a powerful force for his team. He he got them to believe in themselves. But but I remember hearing uh, bits of a story. And what I recall of it is that uh, when he was uh, growing up, and his his family went through some serious hard times. His brother was in an accident. Uh, his his dad lost uh, either lost businesses or. They fell in problems, but in any event, he, he ended up becoming a heavy alcoholic. Um, his mom struggled day in and day out. Eventually, the, the family would uh, uh, completely uh, disintegrate. And he talked about how when he, was, when he was a teenager, how he had this experience with Christ. And it was his faith that would lead him forward. He would eventually join the uh, University of Alabama and... He would be on the team that would win the national championship. And he says, all of that, he says, led me to a place where because of Christ and, I, and my belief in what God could do, he says, I even had a reconciliation with my father who, who was an alcoholic. And he says, I even ended up leading him to Christ one day. And what an amazing testimony of belief. That, that as we go through life, as we, as we go through these moments, how do we believe in ourselves if not for Jesus? If not for what Christ can and will do for us? And I'll tell you, it is, it is without a doubt that if we, if we do not hold on to that faith, and we do not hold on to the belief in Jesus, that it is more difficult than ever before. It is more challenging to understand that God truly does have a plan for your life and that he's placing it out there for you to dream upon, for you to vision upon, and for you to act upon as long as you have the faith, as long as you have that faith. There's a lot of people in the world that will um, try and spin positivity your way. Um, the, the self-help uh, authors of the day, if you will, and, the, and they'll they'll do all sorts of different slogans, right? And their goal is for you to believe in self first and foremost. And and you know, there's at some level that's it's it's okay. But the truth is, I think that that's just fleeting. It's just momentary. The, the true, the true thing that that should, and the and the truth in and of itself, is it found in the gospel message? Because if we believe too much in self, we push God to the side, and in that we lose the joy found in Christ alone. You don't have to be miserable as a Christian. In fact, you should be joyous. Just the opposite. Joy, joyous Christian, not a miserable one. Because of the things that we read in Scripture, the 
the message of Jesus himself to the great leaders of the church, Paul and Peter, Matthew, Luke, John. God is planting dreams in your heart every day, every moment. And some will require great risk. And some really are just nothing more than asking you to step out. But I tell you what, the core of it all, the heart of it all, is that you have to believe. You have to believe in the ability of what God has given you. what imagine sitting at the foot of the cross imagine sitting there and and looking upon God and, and just saying Lord I feel it I sense it and because of you Lord I'm filled with great joy because it answers the question am I loved am I am I just loved by my Savior. And what I think then happens is God answers the question and you find yourself filled with hope and optimism and the amazing grace of our Savior. I want to offer a prayer tonight for you and in doing so, I want to, I want to lift up that hope and that grace, you might be going through some real hard times and and maybe you're not hard times, maybe you're just struggling. Maybe there's something in your life you just wish was better, I don't know. But I just wanna lift you up tonight and, and encourage you to believe you're truly just. The Lord be with you. Loving Father, I thank you, Lord, for this gorgeous day. I thank you, Lord, for working in this day and just blessing, blessing us all. Lord, sometimes we struggle to, be, to remain positive in a, in a negative world. We struggle to see the opportunities that lie before us because the world tells us to not believe in ourselves, to not believe in you and what you can do for us. And many will tell us all it's it, it's just it's just hogwash. It doesn't matter. We just have to be strong for ourselves because there's there's no one else but us. Truth, Lord, you are the one. You are the only one. So, Lord, I encourage you to bless all that are with me tonight on the front porch. Remind them to believe in themselves. To believe mostly in you and how you are at work in their lives. Because it's a beautiful thing when we realize how you are transforming us. Lord, I thank you for this day and I thank you for this message. In your son's name that I pray. Amen. So my friends, as the sun sets on another As we find ourselves in the dark of night, may you turn to the one who created you. May you turn to God himself and say to him, all things with you, Lord, 
Oh, they are possible. Because God is strengthening you today. Friends, I just, I'm so blessed to have you with me here today and throughout this week. And I hope and pray for you every day. You believe. You believe in God and what God is doing in and through you. And maybe in spite of you. I thank you for joining with me here tonight on the front porch and have a great evening. We'll see you here tomorrow. And until then, may you feel the love of Christ. Good night from the front porch.